Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman. Remember, my Ram Goldar, and today in Mosechus Beya Daf Yud Ches, the second parak Yontu. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the Mishnah Daf Yud Zayin Amabe stated, "Chaliyos Achar Shabbos." If Yanta fell after Shabbos, Beishamai say, "Matbilin as a kol mulifnei Shabbos." We must immerse everything before Shabbos, but Beishil will say, "Kel mulifnei Shabbos va'adam b'Shabbos." Keli must be immersed before Shabbos, but a person may immerse on Shabbos. The Gemara notes that both Beishamai and Beishil agree that the Rabban banned immersing Tamei Kelim on Shabbos and asks the reason why. Rabbi said, Gezer Shem Arba It's a decree out of concern that one might take the cleanest hand and transport it Dalad Amos and Mishus of Rabbim. Rabbi Yosef said, Gezer Mishum Schita. It's Gezer unless one come to do the Malacha of Schita wringing wet clothing. Rabbi Bibi says, Gezer Mishum Yasha. It's a Gezer to prevent against the possibility that one might delay immersing his killing until Yantav when he has more time. Well, she explains that in the interim, the killing might come in contact with Truma and Bimatamiya. And Rabbi says, because it's similar to making a kli usable. Pointing to the Gemara objects to Rabbi's reason that the Rabban prohibited immersing Kalim on Shabbos and Yantam Mifnation Yerkimatakan Kli, because it's similar to making a Kli usable. If so, a Tami person should also be prohibited from immersing himself, since he appears to be prepared by this immersion. The Gemara answers, Adam Nirkamaker, a person who immerses himself in a mikvah, appears to be cooling himself. His true motive, to render himself taller, is not readily apparent and therefore does not appear to be a form of repair. The Gemara says that this explains why an immersion on Shabbos would be permitted. But why would a tefillah on Yom Kippur be permitted? Since bathing on Yom Kippur is forbidden, it would be obvious that he's immersing himself to get rid of Tuma and should therefore be prohibited according to Rabbah because it's similar to repairing. Rabbah said, is there anything pertaining to Malacha that's permitted on Shabbos and prohibited on Yom Kippur? Rather, since it's permitted to immerse on Shabbos, it's permitted on Yom Kippur as well. The Gemara will question whether Rabbah holds of Ahoyol, the principle that since an act is permitted in one case, it must be permitted elsewhere as well. And point number three, the Mishnah on Daf Yud Zayin Amabay stated, Beshavin Shemashikin Evan agree that we may make tummy water contiguous to the waters of a mikveh in a stone kli to be matar them, but we should not immerse this tame water. Rashi explains that the Mishnah discusses a person whose drinkable water was tame and he needed to purify it. The water of the mikveh could not be used for drinking because it was not fit for consumption. The act of hashaka making the waters contiguous serves to fuse them into a single entity of mikveh water, analogous to planting seeds in the ground, and freeze them of tumah. The Gemara here asks, what does the Mishnah mean when it says, lo matbilin, we should not immerse? Shmuel explained, ain matbilin is a kli al gav we may not immerse a tame kli by way of its water to be matarid on yantav. This is why using a stone kli is required, since stone kalim cannot become tame. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah Dab Yidzayin Amabe stated, Chaliyos Achar Shabbos. If Yantav fell after Shabbos, Beishamai say, Shabbos. We must immerse everything before Shabbos. But Beisilah say, Kalim Mulifnei Shabbos, Ba'adna B'Shabbos. Kalim must be immersed before Shabbos, but a person may immerse on Shabbos. The Gemara notes that both Beisham and Beisil agree that the Rabban banned immersing Tamei Kalim on Shabbos and asked the reason why. Rabban said, Gezer Shem Yitrena Biyado, the Yabirena Arba Amos Bereshus of Rabban. It's a decree out of concern that one may take the cleanest hand and transport it Dalad Amos in Bereshus of Rabban. Rabbi Yosef said, Gezer Mushum Schita. It's Gezer lest one come to do the Malacha of Schita, wringing wet clothing. Bivi says, Gezer Mishum Yasha. It's Gezer to prevent against the possibility that one might delay immersing his killing until Yantiv when he has more time. Rashi explains that in the interim, the killing might come in contact with Truma and Bimotamiyad. 
And Rav says, because it's similar to making a kli usable. Point to the Gemara objects to Rav's reason that the Rabban prohibited immersing killing on Shabbos and Yantav because it's similar to making a kli usable. If so, a Tommy person should also be prohibited from immersing himself since he appears to be repaired by this immersion. The Gemara answers, a person who immerses himself in a mikvah appears to be cooling himself. His true motive to render himself tahor is not readily apparent and therefore does not appear to be a form of repair. The Gemara says that this explains why an immersion on Shabbos would be permitted. But why would an immersion on Yom Kippur be permitted? Since bathing on Yom Kippur is forbidden, it would be obvious that he's immersing to get rid of Tuma and should therefore be prohibited, according to Rubber, because it's similar to repairing. Rava said, is there anything pertaining to Malachi that's permitted on Shabbos and prohibited on Yom Kippur? Rather, since it's permitted to immerse on Shabbos, it's permitted on Yom Kippur as well. The Gemara will question whether Rabbah holds of Hoyl, the principle that since an act is permitted in one case, it must be permitted elsewhere as well. And pointing with you, the Mishnah Dab Yid Zayin Amabe stated, Mishnah and Basil agreed that we may make Tamei water contiguous to the waters of a mikveh in a stone kli to matire them, but we should not immerse this Tamei water. Rashi explains, that the Mishnah discusses a person whose drinkable water was tummy and he needed to purify it. The water of the mikvah could not be used for drinking because it was not fit for consumption. The act of hashaka, making the waters contiguous, serves to fuse them into a single entity of mikvah water, and now because of planting seeds in the ground, and frees them of tumah. The Gemara here asks, what does the Mishnah mean when it says, well, matbiling, we should not immerse. Shmuel explained, ain matbiling as a kli al-gab we may not be tovel atame kli by way of its water to be matarad and yantiv. This is why using a stone kli is required, since stone kalim cannot become tame. All right, so now we go to our sim for daf yudches, and our standard simon is a chuppah, because ben yudches a chuppah, someone who's 18 should go to chuppah, and a ches sort of looks like a chuppah. So here goes. The chuppah was almost called off when the chassan lost the tame ring while making sure to tovel it before Shabbos. But when he ran down to cool off in the mikvah, he found the ring in a stone cleat that someone was using to tovel tummy water in on Shabbos. Once again, it's a motion. The chuppah, chuppah, that must be more daf yodches. The chuppah was almost called off when the chassan lost the tame ring while making sure to tovel it before Shabbos, which reminds us that more brings four different reasons why the rabbin prohibited immersing kalim on Shabbos and yantiv. So the chuppah was almost called off when the chassan lost the tummy ring while making sure to tovel it before Shabbos. But when he ran down to cool off in the mikvah, which reminds us, the Gemara objects to Rav's reason that Rabban prohibited immersing kelim on Shabbos and yantub because it's similar to making a kli usable. If so, a tummy person should also be prohibited from immersing himself since he appears to be repaired by this immersion. The Gemara answers, Adam near Kameka, a person who's tovel in a mikvah appears to be cooling himself. His true motive to render himself tower is not readily apparent and therefore doesn't appear to be a form of repair. Rav said the person may also be tovel in Yom Kippur because of the principle of Hoyl. So the chuppah was almost called off when the chassan lost the tummy ring while making sure to tovel it before Shabbos. But when he ran down to cool off in the mikvah, he found the ring in a stone cleat that someone was using to tovel tummy water in on Shabbos. Which reminds us the Mishnah Dab Yud Zayin Amabe stated the Shavin Shemashikin and Samayim B'Kli Evan L'Taharan Avalomat Biling. Beisham and Beisho agreed that we may make tummy water contiguous to the waters of a mikvah in a stone kli to be matarim, but we should not immerse this tummy water. The act of a shaka making the waters contiguous serves to fuse them into a single entity of mikvah water, analogous to planting seeds in the ground and freeze them of tuma. The Gemara here asks, what does the Mishnah mean when it says, Lomat Biling, we should not immerse? Shmuel explain, Ain Mat Biling as a kli al 
We may not immerse a tame kli by way of its water to be matara it on yantav. This is why using a stone kli is required since stone kalim cannot become tame. So once again, the chuppah was almost called off when the chassan lost the tame ring while making sure to total it before Shabbos. But when he ran down to cool off in the mikvah, he found the ring in a stone kli that someone was using to total tame water in on Shabbos. All right, now it's time for a four-block back chazorah. Daf Yadol. So the simmer Daf Yadol is a hand, and we use often a juggler. So here goes. The juggler, juggler. That must be more Daf Yadol. Yad, hand. The juggler massively juggling salt, spices, wood and stone pestles, which reminds the Beisham Beisho agree that crushing salt requires more machinery than crushing spices. And Refuhunu and Rechisto offer different explanations. One said all cooked dishes need salt, but not all cooked dishes need spices. Meaning that even a person did not know which dish he would cook before Yantiv, he certainly knew that he would need salt and therefore should have crushed salt before Yantiv. The other one said, All spices begin losing their flavor after being crushed, but salt does not begin to lose its flavor after being crushed. And the nafkamina between the two explanations is, when he knew before Yantiv was going to cook a dish that required spices, or in a situation that he decided to cook a dish, on Yantiv with Marika saffron, which does not lose any flavor after being crushed. So the juggler masterfully juggling salt spices, wood and stone pestles, while doing borer absolus from kidneys, which reminds us the next mission states that one wants to separate a mixture of kidneys and psolus, such as earth and straw, anyante beishamay say borer ochel ochel. He must separate the food from the psolus and eat it. He may not separate the psolus from the food because beishamay prohibit borer anyante as well, even when it's for food preparation. Beishil say borer kadarku. He separates in the usual manner by taking the psolus from the food. According to Basil, Bora is permanent on because it's a malachan that may be performed in preparation for food. So the juggler massively juggling salt spices, wood, and stone pestles while doing Bora absolus from kidneys was touched when his neighbor sent him a cow as a present, along with wine and oil on Yantiv. Which reminds us, the next mission states, Beisham may say, Ein mishalchim miyantiv elamanos. We may not send presents on Yantiv with the exception of ready portions. Rashi explains that only food ready to be eaten and not commonly left over until the next day, maybe send to friends. But Basil said that we may send animals, beasts, and fowl, whether alive or shechted, as well as wines, oils, fine flowers, and kidneys, but not grain. Since grinding the grain could have been done before Yantiv without detracting from its taste, it's prohibited to be done. Daf Tezvav. So the similar Daf Tezvav is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The Baal who was sent to fill in an empty fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must mean we're on Daf Tezvav, to Bishvat. The Baal Abbas was sent to fill in an empty fruit bowl by a friend, which reminds the last mission on Dab Yiddah on base concluded, Zahakal, this is the rule regarding what can be sent as gifts to others on Yantav, Koshine Usimboba Yantav, whatever may be used on Yantav. The more he relates, the Ravshesha permitted the Rabban to send to fill in on Yantav, but by asked Ravshesha how to can be sent when the Mishnah states that only what may be used on Yantav may be sent and to are not worn in Yantav. The great answer is the Mishnah means to say, Koshine Usimboba Kol, Mishalkin Usimboba Yantav. Whatever may be used, even on a weekday, we may send it on a Yantav. The Rajba explains that despite the fact that Philon have no yantiv use, the mere sending and receiving of gifts makes a person joyful and are thus considered a yantiv need. So the Balabas who was sent to Philon in an empty fruit bowl by a friend placed it next to a Zeruvi Tavshun, which was also set aside in a fruit bowl. Which reminds us, the opening mission of the second parak introduces the institution of a Ruvi Tavshun, which permits one to cook on Yantav or Shabbos without restriction. The Gemara asks what the reason is. The Rabban instituted the requirement of a Ruvi Tavshun. And Rabbi said, Yantav, So that one will remember to set aside a proper portion of food for Shabbos 
and a proper portion for Yantiv. Rashi explains that setting aside the Arub Tepeshimun will help him remember Shabbos and not consume all the food on Yantiv. Rabashi said, Kedeshi Yomru, ain't open me Yantiv with Shabbos, Kavachomer me Yantiv with Chol. So that people will say to themselves, if we may now bake on Yantiv even for Shabbos, unless the preparations have begun before Yantiv, then certainly we may not bake on Yantiv for weekday use at all. So the Baal bus who was sent to fill in, in an empty fruit bowl by a friend, placed it next to his Eruv Tavshim, which was also set aside in a fruit bowl, and went back to enjoy his lavish Yantiv Suda that he borrowed money to pay for, to be Makadish the day. Which reminds us that we have a Makos, because it says that a person has no specific Chiyav on Yantiv, rather he may eat and drink, or he may sit and study. Rabbi Shua says, Chalkeo, divide the day, Chetzil Hashem, Half of it should be used in service to Hashem through learning, and half of it should be used for yourselves through eating and drinking. And the Pasik, Ki Chedvez Hashem Hi Mauzchem, for the joy of Hashem is your security, teaches that, My sons, borrow on my account and properly sanctify the holiness of the day and trust in me, and I will repay your loans. Dav Tezayin, so the similar Dav Tezayin is toes. So here goes. When the acrobat with the big toes, toes, that must be more Dav Tezayin. When the acrobat with the big toes received his circus check that completely covered his children's yeshiva education, which reminds us that all of a person's income is fixed each year from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, with the exception of expenditures for Shabbos and Yom Tov, and for the expenditures for teaching one's children Torah. For in regard to these expenditures, if one spends less, he receives less, and if he spends more, he receives more. And this is learned from the Pasuk, Tiku Bechot Shofar, Bechesi Yom Chagein, Blow Shofar, the moon's renewal at the time appointed for our festive day, which refers to Rosh Hashanah, since it's the only holiday that the moon is covered. The word Kesek can also be understood to mean covered. And it says in the next Pasuk, Ki Chok Yisrael Hu, Yaakov, because it's a decree for Yisrael, a judgment day into the God of Yaakov. The word used for decree is Chok, which can also mean sustenance. So when the acrobat with the big toes received his circus check, that completely covered his children's yeshiva education. He jumped for joy and did so many backflips over the cow he was saving to eat for Shabbos, which reminds us it was said in a bright that they said about Shammai Hazaken, that every day he would eat in honor of Shabbos, Matzah If he came across a superior animal any time during the week, he would say, this should be set aside for Shabbos. If he then came across a more superior animal, he would set that aside for Shabbos and eat the first one. But Hilah Zakin had a different standard. For all of his actions were done for the sake of heaven. And he was sure that he would find a fitting animal for Shabbos when the need arose. As it says, Baruch Hashem, Yom Yom. Blessed be my God, day by day. So when the acrobat with the big toes received his circus check that completely covered his children's yeshiva education, he jumped for joy and did so many backflips over the cow he was saving to eat for Shabbos that he forgot to make an eruv to have and had to rely on the rubs communal one, which reminds us that if one forgot to establish and they removed Tavshu and he may rely on the rub of the city who established one for the entire town, but should not be negligent and come to rely on this time and time again. Dafyudzain, so the similar Dafyudzain is a used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be more in Dafyudzain. The used car salesman who gave all his customers a free where to say Yalva Yavon Moshchosh that falls in Shabbos chart in the shape of a car, which reminds us more discusses where to insert Yalva Yavo when Shabbos falls in Moshchosh or Cholmod, whether it's inserted in the Brachav of Avoda or in the Brachav Hodah, just as we do for Alanisim, for Chanukah and Purim. So the used car salesman who gave all his customers a free where to say Yalva Yavon Moshchosh that falls in Shabbos chart in the shape of a car told his wife that he forgot to make an Erev Tavshilin, and then you have to sell their flower. Which reminds the Gemara asks, Mishu Aniach Eruv Tavshilin, if someone did not establish 
And Eruv Tavshilin, is he prohibited to bake for Shabbos and his flour is also prohibited? Or perhaps his flour is not prohibited? The Gemara clarifies that the nafkamina is that if his flour is also prohibited, then he must transfer ownership of his flour to others in order for them to bake for him. The Gemara brings an explicit price that states that in such a case, he should transfer ownership of his flour to others so that they may bake or cook for him. So the used car salesman who gave all his customers a free where to say Yalbi Yabon Rosh Chodesh that falls on Shabbos chart in the shape of a car told his wife that he forgot to make an Arab Tavshilin and that he'd have to sell their flour when in fact he ate the Arab. Which reminds the Mishnah Dav Tezvav Amabe stated regarding the Arab Tavshilin If one ate it or if it was lost before the preparations for Shabbos had been completed, one may not cook in reliance on it primarily for Shabbos. On our daf, Abai Sid Naktinim, we hold the following tradition, If one started to prepare his dough for Shabbos, and his Arab was eaten before he finished baking his bread, he may finish baking. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zichim. We wish you a great day and great learning.